What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kind of Funny X-Cast, your home for all things Xbox here at Kind of Funny. And today, I got a real special one for you. You notice no gaming dads on the panel, but all of the Kind of Funny crew and one very special guest, because today's episode is going to be an As Dusk Falls spoiler cast in partnership with our friends over at Xbox, joined alongside, of course, one incredible human being. It's Caroline Marshall, CEO and creative director at Interior Night to talk all things spoilers and anything that you could have done in As Dusk Falls. So let's go around the room, of course. Caroline, it's nice to see you again. I haven't seen you since the big launch events. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. Great to be here and to see your face again. Yes, it's very exciting to see you again. Of course, big congratulations. The game is now out everywhere. Everyone's really enjoying it. And of course, we have a lot to talk about because my path is much different than Blessing, Joey's, and Greg's. And I know you have all the answers and I need them. So we're going to talk <laughs> about that in a moment. Of course, joining me today, my guy, Forbes 30 Under 30, the new face of video games from PSI Love You XOXO and everything video games. Blessing out of Yoye Jr. What up, Bless? What up? I'm so excited about this because I don't know if I've talked to any of you about what actually went down in your games. And this was the conversation that I've been looking for forward to uh, when it comes to As Dust Falls, even more so than the review. So I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, bless. We missed out on you. Of course, we did the full playthrough over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Plays with Greg, Joey, and myself. And we went full chaotic, bless. I want you to know that. I missed oh, all yeah. the QTEs. I tried to make all the bad decisions with oh, the I got chat. questions about that. We had a ton of fun. <laughs> little teaser for everybody. We, de we did pee in the bottle. So, you know, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, of course, joining me, it's Christmas in July. Joey Noel. Joey, we went down to L.A. together, down to Hollywood, and celebrated this game's launch. Now we finally get to talk all things about the game. How are you today? I'm great. I'm excited. I've been looking through my story tree because now I feel like I can I've seen the the tendrils, the branches now that I've played through it a couple times. And I still feel like even with our playthrough in Hollywood, my playthrough, ours on stream, I still feel like we have a lot of different things to talk about, especially with blessing. Um, so I'm very excited to see what else I've missed. I can't wait for the fun with you, Joey. You know that. And of course, it wouldn't be a kind of funny product without the man the myth, the legend. This is a Greg video game, a narrative, choose your own adventure game about love, loss, power, all that in between. Greg Miller, welcome in. How are you? I am excellent, Mike. Thank you for having me and not having Gary on this episode. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> it's all about you and I today, Greg. I'm pretty excited about this. Of course, <clears throat> this is a very special episode. Like I said, this will be the full spoiler cast from the Kind of Funny crew, all about As Dusk Falls. Course, we will have a normal episode later this week. So just so you know, we post each and every Saturday at 6 a.m. West Coast, Best Coast time on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and of course on podcast services around the globe. Don't forget the new kind of funny crew is now brought to you by Epic Games. We are Epic Games partners, which means if you're buying games on the Epic Games store, if you're upgrading your look in Fortnite, buying V-Bucks or the season pass, please use our Epic Creator Code Kind of Funny at checkout anytime to help help work with the team. Of course, we'd like to give a big thank you to our Patreon producers for the month of July, Fargo Brady, Delaney Twinning, James Hastings, Casey Andrews, Gordon McGuire, and Al Tribesman. Thank you all so much for your support. Greg, I'm ready to get out of the housekeeping and jump right into it. I'm going to let you take us away. Where do you want to start? Caroline, 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 do I have a lot to talk to you about? <laughs> All right, but where I want to start is over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games where Neens wrote in. Now, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is a spoiler cast. This is your final chance to stop the podcast, to leave the video. It will be here when you're ready. Go play this game. It is on Xbox Game Pass, the best value in gaming. You can go play it. You can go enjoy it. Six hours, you'll have your own uh, interpretation of the story and go from there, all right? But Neens writes in with a question I had, too, that it actually starts at the very end of the game to then go all the way back through it. Neens writes in, Carolina says, Hi, Kind of Funny X-Cast crew and Caroline. Would there be a potential for book three or more to be released and or to potentially find out more about Jin's history? I think it would be interesting if there was a way to import the decisions from book one and two to customize outcomes if more books were released. I, Carol, you get to the end of this game. <laughs> you get to the end of the game. You think you're going to have it all wrapped up. And then you guys leave us on this huge, huge cliffhanger. This was, I mean, when I was, Mike, when I was on the X-Cast weeks ago to preview it, 
one of the things I talked about in vague terms was I'm very interested to see where it's going with these things they're teasing. And what they were teasing, of course, was Jim had already, even in chapter two, right? I knew Jim had already been to the hotel. I thought, you know, that I was like, wait, why are people already recognizing him, right? When Paul passes him, I'm like, they know each other. Then let alone episode three, when he pulls the hat down, when uh, the mom walks in and stuff. Carolyn, what is your freaking plan here? Why do two <laughs> books like this and leave us on this big of a cliffhanger? What are you doing to us? <laughs> um... No comment. Duh! No, I'm not, I'm not. No. <laughs> but, you know, I think we, we wrap up that the the arcs for the main characters for sure in books one and two. And yes, there's a cliffhanger. That's all I can say. There okay. is a cliffhanger. There is more to it potentially. And see, what I find interesting, and I'm sure you're going to say no comment the rest of the way, so you can just mute yourself here, and I'll go around. I'll start with Blessing. I'll have a conversation with Blessing, all right? What I find interesting, Blessing, is Neens talks about, oh, well, it'd be cool and interesting if you imported your decisions from book one to two, right? I obviously thought of that, too, when I was thinking of the possibility of a book three, but as we're about to go into, and as if you've played the game, which you're on the spoiler cast, you should, you know how the tree gets so diverse. It's actually, I think, what they're doing here and Carolyn, blink twice if I'm right, is that <laughs> book three will actually be the prequel. That way they don't have to worry about any of the stuff that's happened. We'll no. go back and play Jim's story to get to that thing to then at the very end do a time jump to Zoe and him in the, in, in the present, right? Because that's all we... I, does that make sense to you, Blessing? Does that make yeah. sense to you? No, I mean, I think that makes sense with what the story structure of the game is. You know, like you get in there and it is... You know, there's a present day story, but as you get further, they show they show some of the past story, right? What what went down with Vincent and his wife, and then you see the flash forward to the future. Don't get me what started modern, on Michelle. Modern day day <laughs> Zoe looks like, or I guess future Zoe. However, you want to you know uh, uh, bring down what the present day is in the game at any certain point. Uh, but for what the story structure of the game is, I could see that, and that could make sense, especially for uh, I just call him Granddad, uh, especially Jim. for <laughs> yeah, was teased out there with with Jim, right? Like if he has a history with the sheriff. Uh, as a viewer and as a player, I kind of want to see what that history is, right? Like, I kind of want to see it firsthand. And, like, I could easily see the case of us playing as Jim or us playing as the sheriff or us playing as both, maybe, uh, and going through what that relationship could be. So, Caroline, my question then, piggybacking off of this, but getting away. Let's talk about books one and two. Let's not talk about what might happen or could happen is what has to happen? What are, like, the immutable things in this game that have to happen, right? So, at the end of the game obviously Zoe has to be alive because she's, you know, bridging both time periods. And then Jim has to be alive to give us this cliffhanger. Is that it? Cause I, you know, I, as much, like originally we were going to do the spoiler cast after we finished our second playthrough on stream. But then it was like, so as soon as I looked at the tree, I was like, Oh, we won't have the answers for what we're talking about. <laughs> like to have you here is like, you know, every reality you are Dr. Strange, you know, what's happening. Are those the two things that have to happen? Other characters survive. Yeah. Like the, the the sheriff. Sure, 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 sure. But mm. of course, is is outcome is we call that bending, right? The multiverse thing. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. all have. But if you mean like about who can live or die, like pretty much everybody except a few. Like again, Ash, whom you see okay. in chapter four, the kid. Uh, Joyce's mm -hmm. the son, he, he he can't die. He's a kid. <laughs> Mike and I tried. Uh, Mike and I tried to kill him. We left him did. in the hole. He we did. thought this is it, but then sure, you know, there here he comes. Jay finds him. Great. Okay. Okay. I'll give you a scoop, right? Okay. The dog always Zeus. survived. Yeah. Always survived. Yay! Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't always the case, right? We had to change it because at some point he was. On the fence, and then <laughs> we did some user tests, and people were like, "Nope, you can't do that to a dog. <laughs> Everybody else is fine, but no, not the dog." So I've done it. I've I've popped in on a few let's plays to see what people think of it and where that where their choices are going. And every time Zoe shows up in the present day to Jim's apartment, and Zeus runs in, it gets such a pop. People are always <laughs> so stoked that he's alive. Yeah, he's so cute. So he's very cute. My my question is then. Did Jay die for any of you guys that played through the game? Because for me, I, I assumed that he couldn't because of where the story went for me toward the end of it. He seemed like such a linchpin for where things were going. And for my ending, which ended up with Zoe going to Canada to confront 
uh, Jay and have a conversation. I figured that he was one of the constants. I didn't even realize that he could possibly pass away at some point during the game. No, he didn't mm-hmm. die for me, no. No, not for me either. No? Yeah, okay. Do you know who did die for me? That shocked me. That I And also shocked me that this wasn't a fixed point either. Is Vince. So, oh, yeah. Vince didn't die for me. How did he die for you? He didn't so, die for me either. At the beginning of chapter four, where... And I, this, this is going to be a fun game to talk about because I don't know all the different ways things can go. Yeah, yeah. At the end of chapter three, when you are bargaining with uh, Jay and the family about who they're going to take hostage between you and Zoe, um, they took uh, Vince and... At the beginning of chapter oh, four. that's interesting. Because yeah. we had it where yeah, it's between Michelle and Zoe. Really? Yeah. yeah. For huh. me, it was in my personal playthrough, it was between uh, Vince and Zoe. But Zoe is the one yeah. who ended up going. They were. Too, yeah. I was too. I was too bullish as Vince. Like, no, we don't want you to come. You want to come. You don't get to come. <laughs> yeah. That's so fast. Cool. So Vince ended up getting taken. And then at the beginning of chapter four, there's a moment where uh, one of the brothers and the mom are arguing back and forth. And you're in the car playing as as Jay, and then the back seat is Vince. And Vince is like, "Hey, let me go. Like, let me out. You know, I'm, 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 like, this is our, this is my chance to get away." And like you, at this point, you know Jay. Like Jay's he's sweet. You know he's he's at sweet. heart like he he has a good heart. He's just wrapped up in a lot of bad shit. Uh, and so they're having this, this this talk. And Jay and for me, I had the choice as Jay to either let him go or keep the door locked and keep him in the car. And I made the choice to keep Vince in the car because I didn't want Vince to try to escape and then get shot by the, one of the brothers. And so I was like, you know what? No, you're staying in here. And also as Jay, you know, I still have this priority to my family. I don't want to go back on my family. And so I kept I kept Vince in the car. The scene after, there's the car accident. And I assume, I, did the car accident happen for all of us? Is that a yeah. constant? Yeah. Okay. The car accident happens. And as Jay, I wake up and my mom my brother are gone and uh vince is in the back seat and vince is just dead like he did not oh, make damn. it through that car accident <laughs> yeah and that's how vince died for me and it was such a like my heart dropped in that moment i was like oh snap like i didn't know this could happen this is is this fixed like is this a choice that i made and i had convinced myself i i think it was just because i didn't want to accept that it was my fault i convinced myself <laughs> that it was a fixed point in the story because nah, he was such a, up, a he was such a central character and i couldn't believe i lost him in that way so yeah, this is one of the questions I had on my just in general thing to go around and like, how did your game end? Which I know is such a huge question for everybody, but this is a great jumping off point, right? I think to show deviations from it. So for me, <clears throat> first off, you know, I did not forgive Michelle. All right. I did not forgive Michelle as Vince for cheating on me with Bruce. I did not have sex oh. with her to ma- I did not have the makeup sex like we did in the stream and, and like the, the way we did it in the thing. I had none of that. So when she asked me in the hotel, like, do you think there's a chance for us? I'm like, I don't think so. Too bad. Oh. Wow. D- don't so you oh, you you made this happen, <laughs> Caroline. You did this, you made this happen to her, all right? Oh, so man. for Vince on my end, blessing, what happens is uh in I don't and I don't know. Where the conversation where it is it, it's in the hotel right but he's taught he has a thing of like maybe when i get out of all this i'll you know i'll go into aviation i'll go actually get my pilot's license he'll go do the thing right and also i i had decided that i was going to sue the airline i was going to actually you know fight for uh, what got taken away from me so the ending when zoe is a student in university studying journalism like she like i love that that flashpoint where in our playthrough i'm not even sure what we changed on stream but when we got there, Zoe was just working as, at a subway or whatever, <laughs> working as a sandwich artist. No, no dreams of getting a degree in anything. She's in school. She, call, and she calls uh, uh, Vince, and he has his own airline or his own little like uh, airline company or whatever, like po- private jets and things like that. He's super happy. He's not with Michelle. I got a flashback eventually of Michelle at her engagement party. So her life's fine. She's there. She looks a little sad because Zoe's not there because Zoe's all messed up about everything that's happening that's mm-hmm. going on. And then the big one for me, I thought, was that jay is in canada i sent uh you know zoe up there to talk to him right and then caroline don't even try don't even try when the options are do you want to call the police or do you want to forgive him i'm like don't throw forgive in my face and i called 911 and i sent that guy uh, to jail all the time in the world not oh, to be Lord. a jerk and he still did it so he's going to jail wow that's Heartless. my game. That's my game. <laughs> Joey, what happened That's in yours? Hot. 
um in mine i never even went down the path with vince and michelle of like digging into the oh, sure, sure. affair you kept eating your chinese food <laughs> yeah like, I, I just believed her when she told me it was nothing so like i had no idea about any of that stuff when we did our playthrough so they stayed together um i did the same thing where Wait, vince... so you must have not even tried to dig into it because like no. for me, as soon as i tried she broke she was like i'm sorry i cheated yeah i didn't i was just like she says it's not a thing i'm overreacting the end um joey then, the most trusting person in the world i was like yeah it's okay. all that was like the key thing was like oh it's all about trust and i was like yeah that's exactly what it is you gotta tell me the truth um so i did that then uh i both of the brothers other than jay died for me which i know i don't think is the case for everybody i only um, lost dale yeah i lost the older brother at the cabin yeah i lost the middle one. Oh, um, with a sniper yeah, no, not the sniper. Oh, oh. Where did you I, oh, well, hold on. I, I, I always get those two bro questions. brothers mixed up. Uh, I lost one of them during the shootout when they when they drove the truck yeah. into the motel. I um, think it was yeah. the middle one. Yeah, that is yeah, the middle one. That's how okay. I lost Dale too. He gets dropped, kicked, and then uh, just <laughs> yeah. shot into the line of fire. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and then what else did I do? So yeah, then he has his airline company. He's with Michelle. They're fine. They call like Zo or it's the same phone call for. Oh, you missed my birthday, but it's both of them, I think. Um, you missed both our birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah. Oh, but yeah, I feel like I, I lost the cop that came into the hotel at the beginning. Mm, he immediately yeah. got shot. I, and then I, I also think he, lost al the he always dies. Hotel. No, he, no, no. He didn't we in our really? Maybe it was yeah. our LA one. Or I don't think he died in mine through. either. Yeah, the LA uh, one and in our playthrough as well. Yeah, the bodies dropped in my playthrough. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was like live texting Blessing as I was playing. And I was like, I think it was the end of chapter two. I was like, Blessing, I've already killed like multiple people. This is not going well. Um, but then I did feel better when you said that you had killed Vincent. I had saved him. <laughs> Mike, everybody. what about you? Where, where, where do you fall in uh, these decisions? I actually only lost one and that was Dale. So I've chose I all of Ooh. the right moves to protect everyone. I uh, saved Michelle from her bullet wound that I accidentally put her in. And then I did forgive her. I also oh. took the settlement. So we were both together. I was working at the dog food store at the end of the day, I believe. Oh, and nice. oh, everybody survived on my end. I mean, let's see. I think the mother, Sharon, she was out with Paul out in Cuba having a good time. So that was great. Shout out to them. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgave Jay as well. So we had a nice dinner out there in Canada. And I forgave him and said goodbye. And so, yeah, I didn't lose anyone. I had a full good playthrough except for Dale, who got drop kicked into a bullet, unfortunately. See, I have such a strong sense of right and wrong. Like, it's just everyone was in jail. Sharon was in jail. Tyler was in jail. Dale oh was gosh. dead. I sent Jay ended up going to jail. Like, I want law and order for this. These whole <laughs> kids are no, they're no good. All right. That's it. And like with Paul, right? It was like, Sharon came when Sharon pops up in his, uh, his uh, trailer and that whole thing started. Like, I was immediately like, no. They are bad news. The Holts are bad news. I will not engage. I will not do this. And Dante shows up. And I'm like, and when it finally popped up of like, make this choice, I was like, I hate Dante, but I will go with Dante on this. And we arrested wow. Sharon. You know what I mean? That's how it's got to be. There's got to be rules. There was never, Family. like, it never crossed your mind that these these cops are crooked and you can't trust these cops. Because that was, for me, that, that, that turn happened during the sniper scene where they gave me yeah. the option to warn the brother about the, the sniper being trained on him. And in that moment, I was like, well, these cops all obviously are fuck are like they're they're crooked, right? Like these guys, they're bad. Like uh, Dante is up to no good. Like what? Why does he care about this book so much? And I was so I was so ticked off by the text he was sending me with the yeah, paper, yeah. where he was like, "Find the book or nobody makes it out." I was like, "Okay, well, I'm not working with you anymore." It's you were the whole time going with the holes. For me, what it was there is like I didn't break the sniper thing because again, I was like, "The holes suck. Kill them. <laughs> Kill everybody. Just light this place up. I don't care." <laughs> but it was when. Yeah, I didn't like the pager business, and then so when I had the, uh, when I had the uh, chance to tell the Holtz that hey, I have this two way pager, and he's trying to get this book, I did there. But then that leads to you know that did I I never liked Dante, I never liked cops, but like when it escalates, and maybe it's just my playthrough, I'm not sure what you guys saw, but escalates where Dante comes to like beat the shit and or kill and or arrest Vince like after it's all going down and like you get in a fight and I shove his hand in the taser in the toilet yep. and electrocute Dante I was waiting Caroline I was waiting for you guys to give me the option to take his gun and shoot him because I'm like I'm in for a penny I'm in for a pound now <laughs> like he's gonna wake up and still arrest me I've ruined my life I gotta do something here make it look like the Holt's got him 
I want to give is a that what you guys all had though. Yeah. No, I oh yeah, I, I stuck his hand in the toilet. That was satisfying. Joey, that didn't happen for you. I never got there, and I don't know where it deviated on my path because there was a a lot like that whole like end confrontation was different and outside. But now I've played through it so many times that I can't remember how I got sure, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the pool with Tyler, you fought in the pool with Tyler. Yes, exactly. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it's Tyler and I going back and forth and trying not to drown each other, or maybe we are trying to drown each other. I guess. Yeah. No. <laughs> Mike, what about you? I, I, uh, at that point. I wanted to give an honorable mention to the park ranger that I murdered going off the waterfall. I'm sorry Did for you? that. You seemed like oh, a nice guy. No. And I, I needed to use nice your body. Guy. And that was my that was mine, Caroline, that I was really sad about was uh me and the cute girl. We were on the run, me and Jay. And I unfortunately said you're my best friend instead of I love you. And she left me there and I wanted mm. her to come with me. And we did it on the second playthrough. We were able to keep her with us. But I do want to know what that would look like. Cause I didn't have her when we climbed up to the top of the peak or when we met the park ranger, it was just me. And so of course I did choose to take him out with me down the waterfall and survive. But like, I want to know, could I get away with her and live a happy life up in Canada? Oh dude, I got so close to doing it. Me too. But I, like, yeah, I can, like, can you do it, Carol Caroline? Can you get away with her? You can. Damn it. Oh, I want to remind you that she's 16. That's is it that, a good thing to do. She's that's the thing. That's why that's, I left her on the. Cliff. This is where you're going to throw her on the question. Is it a good thing to do? You're all poo pooing me, sending all these murderers to jail. But this, <laughs> these, these two kids try to run away to Canada. That's where we're going to be like, hey, is it a good idea if these two kids go to Canada? How old is Jay again? He's sixteen. He's six. Okay, okay. Because like, like my my, my it's young love, and you know you're caught up in passion, and also, but I did so. I got to the point where it was me and the cute girl, and we were at Vanessa's the cliff. Vanessa, by the way. Vanessa, thank you. Vanessa. It was me and Vanessa. Uh, you embarrassed me in front of Vanessa, and we we're standing <laughs> at the top of the cliff. And it was, I, it was like the cops and Vanessa's dad and all of them like yeah. standing oh there my, trying to get you It's bonkers. Back. Her dad oh comes God. out of the woods. Yes. And oh yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and they like, yeah. This is how, was. I was so shocked when I came into the playthrough we were doing live, right, uh, on the stream or whatever. Available youtubecom slash kind of funny plays because yeah, like the park ranger shows up to talk to you and 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 talk down Jay. But in mine, yeah, Vanessa and him get there. They're about to go up to the cliff's edge or whatever, and yeah, her dad comes out of the woods, and it turns out that the park ranger who in our playthrough came up to talk, try to talk us down. Right. He obviously recognized them in, in the car and he called it in. So the cops and Vanessa's dad show up. Yeah. And it escalates yeah. from there. And like, for oh. me, I was standing on top of that, um, that cliff with Vanessa and it gives you the option of, Hey, this cliff looks really dangerous to jump down. <laughs> uh, do you want to, And I, you know, you have this talk with Vanessa and then the options are essentially, do you want to jump with Vanessa or do you want to jump by yourself? And for me, I was like, uh she's 16 her dad her dad is like you did not think she's 16 you're letting that no. get accepted into your mind young love no it was it was more so like you know she has a dad who's like still her legal guardian and her dad obviously cares about her even though he's an asshole and it is not right for me to take this girl who like you know like it just felt wrong it just felt You've wrong i've known her for like a few days at this point it seems like a big like literal yeah. and, and i and we got married all right don't try to act like this doesn't happen every day at, at 16 come on we <laughs> i'm the one dedicated to a life of crime also you know vanessa just got wrapped up in all this i felt bad about that so i was like i'm just gonna jump on myself especially because i didn't want her to die either if she didn't make the jump and i did so here's my question then so I want to know how you got up to that point because for me, bless, it was dad comes out of the woods. Uh, the FBI agent comes out of the woods. What was his name? Uh, Special Agent Bradley. Special Agent Bradley comes oh, out yeah, of the woods, right? Who totally remember? It, like that was a great K Caroline. That was a great fucking moment when he like it. Like I was like, you know what? I'm Jay and I'm a dirtbag and I'm going to turn over a new leaf and I'm going to tell this guy everything. I'm just gonna. I know I shouldn't. I should wait for a lawyer, but I'll do. It. Oh yeah. And I told him everything. And he's like. This is even my office. That's not even my son. I was like, damn, that's awesome. What a great flip. Anyways, wait, what was that flip? Yeah. So did you get questioned by Special Agent Bradley? No. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, so, in my part, I didn't, but when didn't we either. did it, we did. Yeah. Yeah. So you and you can get apprehended as Jay by the cops or turn yourself in or whatever, right? Wow. And then if you do, you go to the police station and they set you, you know, you're in a room and the special agent Bradley walks in and does the whole good good cop routine. 
but he also is like such a great actor. He seems like he's really a good guy. And it's very much like, I heard you got roughed up. I'm sorry about that. You want a cup of water? Here's this thing. And he sits down on the desk and he's talking and he's logging on his computer. And at some point, yeah, he's got like, there's a photo of a football player. He's like, it's my son. Just got a full ride to ASU, yada, 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 blah, blah. And so finally, like when you're Jay, if you say the right thing, he, he just stands up and goes to the intercom and he's like, book him for murder. We just confessed to it. You're like, you said you wouldn't do that. And he's like, this isn't even my office. That's not my son. He just walks out of the room. Let like, me tell you, awesome. for our chaotic playthrough where I was telling Chet, uh, we, I was trying to influence Chet who was voting on our decisions live. Uh, I was like, don't tell him anything. Like, double down. Like, get my lawyer and stuff. And yeah. chat was, don't take the water. chat got fooled by it. And it was the very end. Chat like, gave him everything. Yeah. Uh, wow. It was so disappointing. Yeah, we That's fun. so funny. I'm so, I'm, I, I'm sad I didn't get that because I didn't get much interfacing with uh, Special Agent. You know, like for me, he yeah, was just, die. He was, for me, he was like, um, uh, like a, a Boba Fett kind of figure that was just always kind of there chasing you, but he never, yeah. I never really had a full conversation with him. So, yeah, that, that there's that whole setup. So when he comes out of the woods and, uh, uh, you know, the conversation escalates on the, the end or whatever. And I don't, did, was there a shootout for you, Bless, or anything like that? No, because like I don't think they eventually so. start shooting. We hide behind some rocks. They but they grab Vanessa and they have her over there. And for me, before we ever got an option to jump together, it was, hey, you know what? Like she's an accessory now. She's going to go to jail if you don't come and turn yourself in and all this other stuff and blah, blah. And so then for me, it was, do you turn yourself in or do you run? So it was like, do you turn yourself in to try oh. to save Vanessa or do you run? And I was like, peace, Vanessa, especially as your Bradley lies all the time. I don't think you're actually going to jail for this. See you later. And so I ran and jumped in the water then. And then that's like, so yeah. interesting. Yeah, I don't remember having all that series of events. For me, it was, you know, we I get there with Vanessa to the to the park, right? The park ranger recognizes us, all that. We uh get there, we're walking, and all of a sudden her dad pops out out of nowhere mm -hmm. and is like Vanessa or whatever. And we're and we're like, oh shoot, and I'm hiding as Jay. We're both hiding. But they obviously know we're, we're there. And um, I think, like, she peeks out and is like, Dad, like, what are you doing here? And then eventually I peek out and I regretted it immediately because that's when the park ranger and the cops and the special agents, they all show up. Um, but I think – I don't remember exactly how it went down, but I think we just, like, ran um, and somehow ended up at the cliff. I don't believe – I don't think there was a shootout or anything like that. Nice. Damn. I have a question. I do need to know what happened – uh, when Vanessa takes you to her friend's house out in Idaho, who, you know, might have been a former boyfriend, <laughs> did any of you stay calm and let him actually try to help you? Because, no. of course, no. I had to check him. I, we fought in the middle of the living room. I wasn't going to let that go down. I'm glad but, like, that wasn't just me. Yeah, oh, of course, ah, Blessing. No. You know we weren't going to stand for that. I was, right. like, I was like, am I? is this toxic masculinity? Is this what I'm <laughs> exhibiting right now? <laughs> I let it ride. I let it ride. I'm like, Vanessa is a mature adult. She can take care <laughs> oh of herself God. in this situation. I am a felon on the run. I can't be around all these rave kids swinging or anything. So I just let it all go. I just let it all go. And so Wait, did, did he, he help, help you get passwords? Yeah. yeah. No, no. So we eventually like I go outside to cool off or whatever. And she comes out and it was a total bust because he he, he wanted a blow job to get passports or whatever. And she wouldn't do oh, it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Damn. And then. I mean, it sounds like all three of you chose young love. That means you told Vanessa you loved her on that on the rocks right there. So oh, yeah. I messed up, and I so I told her I love her, but we never I, we never fully got together. I think because I got into a fight with that dude. Yes, um, and she didn't like that, so that it was it was just a bust there. I think if you don't get into a fight with him and then you confess your love, maybe that'll then take it all the way. But yeah, I missed out on that. Well, no, we you can uh recover we a little him. bit. Yeah, you can recover a little bit, but then you have a choice blessing that's super dope. There's the park ranger uh that stops you right at the patrol stop for DUIs. And he on that uh, on that option, he grilled us, but then he went over and we had the option to run him over or drive past him. And of course the chat decided to run him over and she went ballistic on us. She's oh like, God. You promised us no more violence. I'm out of here. And she jumps out the car and leaves. Oh my god! Yeah, it that was, was wild. I wanted to know, yeah, what that looked like for other people. Because for on my canon playthrough, my personal one, I let it ride, let it ride, let it ride, and you know said the right things and didn't. You know, we were like, oh, we're coming from San Francisco. Why do you have different plates or whatever? I, I said all the right things, and so eventually the guy went over to run the plates, and the computer system was down. So he just let us off with a warning. So when we were doing it on our end, and it was like way more ratcheted up of like, do you are you gonna run him over or just drive away? I'm like, run his ass over. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I had the same thing where I just played the right thing where the computer was down too. Um, and then, yeah, she stayed as my friend. I feel like 
I tried to do the love thing, but because I left her at the waterfall, we were just friends. Yeah, I was so, alone at that point. So <laughs> I played it all out just like you and Joey did, Greg. And it just goes, oh, the computer system's down. Be safe. Get out of here. And so I was alone at that point already driving by myself. Before we get too far away from the whole Vanessa Park Ranger thing, the one question I have uh, for you, Caroline, on this is that I was looking through the achievements uh, for Xbox, right? And there is one called Freebird, Forest Ranger Let Jay Escape to Canada. Mm -hmm. Did any of you guys get that? And so, Caroline, how does that happen? Do you have to, is it a dialogue thing eventually where you play on his emotions? It's earlier. It's when you first meet him before you climb to go to the falls because. Uh You, Mike, said you had to push him. Mm-hmm. Jump, yeah, in our, right? in our, in our street It's before play. that. Okay. If you, so full disclosure, if you haven't killed anyone with Jay, mm-hmm. and you tell him at the beginning that you want to surrender, he's going to be nice to you. Huh. Oh. He's going to okay. let you go. Is hey, he I a nice person? That. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't kill anybody with Jay up to that point, and we were having a very good conversation, and then I might have just selected the wrong. I think I ran <laughs> from him. I said, you know what? Yeah, I gotta run. run. Yeah, because yeah, my worry was, is could Jay go to jail right there, right? I want to yeah. know at the end, Caroline, could he, I think all of us had him up in Canada. Is there an option where he could be in jail writing letters still to Zoe and have that kind of ending go on? Yeah, it can be on death row. Okay. That's another, one I, that's another one I called out from the achievements was an achievement called Stay of Execution. Jay's execution was called off at the last second. It so can he be, yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Why do they call it off? If uh, there's a petition from Zoe. Oh, oh okay, wow. Cool. Holy cow. Man, I But she can decide not to. Right? Sure. I think it's um, depending, like, again, if you are in jail but didn't kill anyone then there's a chance for clemency. There is clemency coming. Uh, but if you have killed someone, whether it's um, the roadblock cop or earlier in the story, then there's no chance. See, now there I would have given you the forgiveness. If I have a conversation, Jay's behind bars on death row, and it was like, do you forgive him or keep being yeah. mean? Sure. But when it's I've run into a fugitive, there's a fugitive living in Canada. You found him. This kid's going away. Throw away the key. Get it out of here. He's just living his life, Greg, in this cabin mm-hmm. with his dog. After who's ruining gonna mine! His, who's going to take care of his dog? That was that is true. Who is going to take care of his dog? You took him there, Greg. You didn't surrender earlier. You hey, you know him. what? That's a great point. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I didn't think about my own, uh, my own thing. You know, I'm in the character's head. That's why people call me the greatest actor of my generation, Carolyn. It's because I get so lost in the character. We all do. That I can... I, I, Barrett's seen it. Barrett's come to my house before, sat on the couch, and I've done the entire run of Clerks by myself, a one-man show. That's how I can switch off between all the different characters. It's and so I can good. Sure it's, it. really, it's really impressive. Thank you. I do I'm not love, supposed to be here today. I do love a lot of the framing of, oh, yeah, you're playing as multiple sides of the same mm-hmm. story where a lot of you get to into a lot of situations and you are like oh well if it isn't the consequences of my own actions you know i did this <laughs> and now i have to deal with it right like i didn't let vince go and now vince a character that i was playing as and loved is is, is now dead um but i think for that one of the things i'm really impressed about with the game uh was toward the end where you are in that final chapter and you are zoe and a lot of the the decisions i'd made had caused all these different ripple effects right like you know vince is dead the middle brother is dead um you know like jay is in canada zoe is traumatized all this stuff is happening what i was impressed by by the end of it was how well the game wrapped up in a way where Mm. i it could have i could have watched that story as like a linear you know netflix thing or as a linear video game without the choices and have been like Oh no! This all came together really well. You know, this. Um, I even though I lost characters, even though it had all these different turns, I felt like the themes of my story came through. And I don't know if you guys had a different take on what you felt like the themes of the story were, what the story was trying to drive home. But in my game, it was very much this story about trauma and how everybody deals with different kinds of trauma and how like and kind of how that kind of that brings us together as this kind of human experience you know i one of the final scenes in my game was zoe in canada talking to jay and it was us basically going back and forth about the things we've experienced and i forget exactly how my conversation went because i know 
at some point it kind of gave me the the options to forgive Jay or not tell on Jay. And I don't know if I forgave Jay. I don't think I did, but I also didn't call the cops on him because I'm not a snitch like Greg Miller. Uh, <laughs> but I'm ashamed. After, I'm ashamed. You break the going, law, you're going down. Going through that conversation, I was like, wow, this really did bring everything together in a way that very much impressed me. Like for uh, Caroline, for you guys in the team, was how difficult of a challenge was that for you guys trying to bring all this stuff together toward the end to actually make sense? It was, um, it's a big machine because it's so modular. We've got so many characters, so many outcomes per character. I think like having the epilogue flow where she's in the bus, she's thinking through and you see everybody was like, um, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of narrative design, but also like a lot of work in like, you know, cinematics to make it flow with the music and all. It, because like it's a big wrap up too. But yeah, it was a bit crazy. But we, we kind of like timed each character had roughly the same amount of time on screen so that we could time with the music. It was a bit a bit mad. Yeah, I guess how not how the, the top level question is how hard is it to make a game like this? But then the more <laughs> real question is how long does it take to make a game like this? Because I mean I feel you write it but then it changes and it's evolving and then there's this but if that then this da, 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 and then how do you piece all that together like how do, how do you do this <laughs> <laughs> it's a long process because yeah you played six hours right but you can play and replay multiple times it's, it's 1200 pages of script so that's like the equivalent of 10 to 12 films but more than that it's like super modular so you got when your experience is linear but you could you jump from storylines from branches to branches seamlessly. That's hard. That's hard to do like on paper, but it's even harder than to do once it's on screen. You know, you have to test all the time and make different decisions to make sure it flows from this to that or from this to that and that again. Um, it's a bit mental. We do like table reads and user testing, like play tests all the time just to make sure. And we test ourselves. It's a lot. So it's like two years of writing and three years of, you know, assembling the game, really. But we're a small team. We're like 50 tops. We were even less than that at the beginning. So, But, yeah, it's it's like assembling a movie, a very long movie, in 3D because you can jump sure. from storylines. With all that, you know, one of the things that, I love, and I know so many people did, but then has also been polarizing, and I know Gary was turned off by it, was the art style. I know. Was yeah. the art style a artistic choice that you wanted to do, or was it, hey, we're a smaller team, so we know we can't do the cinematic, everything else? Yeah, I mean, you're, you know, you worked on Heavy Rain, and you worked at Quantic Dream, like that kind of realism thing. Was that uh, basically something you had to do because you had to do it to make the game work, or because you wanted to do it artistically? because we wanted to. Like yeah. honestly, doing the performance capture would have been the easy way. Uh, we really needed um, a style that was like one striking because it's our first game, you know, you have to know it's coming, that it's a different thing. But sure. also like supporting the story and the actor's performances, like the facial expressions we get, the nuance we get in their eyes. It's really, really difficult to do in 3D. And also like, to be honest, like I don't think you call that realism, I would call that hyper-realism because I don't think it looks like reality as well, sure. at all, all 3D. Um, so yeah, it was really trying to serve the story as best we could. With like, It's a bold choice. I know it's bold and some people just don't like it, but I read a lot of, oh, it grew on me. Oh, after five minutes, I got it. Like, it's not, I think it really served the story well because it's so character-based that, you know, we don't bombard the players with loads of movements and actions is more like in like picking shots of emotional beats and then have the players fill the gaps with their imagination and rely a lot on the music and the voice acting as well. So I think that combines it into something that like means you have to lean in and you know work as well with the story, with the characters to understand what's going on. And yeah, I think it's a really evocative style that works well for our story and how did you guys make that if people don't know right did you film the entire thing and then paint over cells was it just art you took shots of uh, the actors rehearsing like how does that work 
we shot like on like you would do for a live action shoot, but on green screen. It wasn't green screen. It was like gray because green is too much field. But <laughs> yeah, so we shoot like live action. Initially, it took us a long time. We got it, it's such a unique way to tell a story that we had to figure out a lot of what works, what doesn't work as we went. We created like so many unique tools. Like if anything, we made our life harder. <laughs> Initially, we, we shot with actors. We were asking them to take poses, like a photo shoot. And then we realized, well, that's not really, the performance is not really coming through organically. So we shot normally. Uh, so we got videos. And after that, we select, our cinematic artists select the, the frames they want. And then each frame is sent to the 2D team and the 2D artist uh, hand paint each of them by hand. And then it's back in the game. It's lit. It's color graded. There's a lot going on like so that the 2D and the 3D merge and combine really well. The 3D is also, I don't know if you, you've seen, but um, we have like a painterly effect on the 3D so that the 2D and the 3D really mix well. Yeah. Yeah, it's super impressive. And it was always weird, isn't right? But it was always that thing of, like you're saying, you get so lost in, okay, I'm watching these stills, but it feels interacting. It feels it. And then there'd be the moments where, yeah, a car would pull out and it would be fully 3D. And like, oh, wow, right. Like, the, I'm so lost <laughs> yeah. in the way you've been doing the still cells that I wasn't even ready for that to happen over there. Yeah. It's, and it's interesting, too, because it makes those moments pop as well. You know, if I'm playing any other game and I'm seeing and I'm in a 3D rendered environment and a car swoops by and opens the door, that's not, you know, that cool. I've seen this a million times, but in As This Falls. The same thing happens, and I'm like, "Whoa, where'd this come from? This actually feels, you know, different and fresh for because the game has uh, is driven by these uh, still images that that drive these characters forward." For you guys, was was it all was it at all tempting to add any animation to the characters? Because you know, it seems 100%. Whenever we're seeing character models on screen, it is those hand painted still 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 like they never actually move or animate whatsoever. Was that ever a thing that you guys considered? We did, uh, and we ended up removing frames instead of adding, because then it becomes a bit, um, it's too much suddenly. But what we did, what we thought worked really well, was like the hair moving, the facial expression changes, the subtle changes, you know, character looks a different way or changes expressions on key moments. We thought it worked really nicely. But like full animation, then you get into rotoscopy kind of territory, and it's not necessarily as, efficient for, for the beats we had uh what came first was it the idea for the story or was it the idea for the game like was crime uh, drama on the forefront of your minds when you guys were approaching as dust falls or were there a group of different kinds of genres that you guys were, were considering it's everything at the same time like i'm a game designer but i come from a school of design where you know because i've always worked in narrative like i don't think the story is separate from the mechanics so it was really, you know, about like giving people like us who might have kids and like, you know, enjoy TV and might not think they're gamers. Like, okay, what the best storylines are on TV right now. I personally love crime dramas. So it's also personal taste. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that it would be a crime drama because you want the story to be intense. You know, it's not about walking around and sitting on a chair and having thoughts about your grandma. It's like things happen all the time in the game. And because you only all the gameplay is about making decisions, the story is quite fast paced compared to some of the narrative games, for example. So it was crime drama, it was like a good job for that. And then the the um, two key pillars was really like the in design was like the approachability. Anyone should be able to play. So hence the phone app, the very simple controls, and then multiplayer. Because like sharing the story is just like great. Uh, you know, the things we're doing now, just talking about it afterwards is great. But if you discuss your decisions while you play with people you love, it's even like, it's just create like super cool memories. 100%. That was like, I think, such a great moment for me and my wife playing, right? Of her dropping in, dropping out, doing some work. And she's a gamer, but like coming up and be like, oh my, wait, what happened? I catch her up like, oh, don't choose that. Then do this and do that. Let alone then I am so impressed and hats off to you guys with your twitch interface 
I thought that was so much fun for us to play with our community and the fact that there isn't an, there is an app obviously but there not, you don't need an app for this uh, Twitch functionality you don't need to log in with a Twitch account you don't need, don't need to do any of that right it's literally just be in the chat be in the chat for yeah. the Twitch person you're watching and, and make the choices in there it pops that's amazing yeah, yeah. that was super important too uh, uh, for that came in that was here very early in the design and then we had to take it out and then we put it back in and I'm so glad we did because it's a watchable game and it just extends, you know, it's just an extension of the design where it's designed to up to eight players, but it could be 300 or 5,000, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the same. I had such a great time in Hollywood when we got to do the audience playing plus the four of us playing on yeah. the pairs together of the having the audience vote on things and being able to interact with them and seeing their names pop up was so fun. But also the override function of being able to override the audience choices or Mike's choices or everybody's like, I feel like it was such a fun dynamic to add that in and both of them together. I think if you can figure out a way to play multiplayer with a big group of people, I think that is so fun. And I can't wait to uh, maybe play it again. Maybe we do it in the studio. Might oh, yeah. try and make some different choices. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that would be really fun. And you can uh, join online and let the chat and have the chat as well. Oh. oh, there you go. Another reason for us to go back and do it that way. Exactly. Um, I had a couple questions about the uh, actor stuff before we got out of here, right? Uh, we just went through and talked about how you did it. What was uh, the mentality for having sometimes there be, you know, the actor who is portraying the character and then the actor who's doing the voice? Because, of course, you know, like for Vince, it's I forget the actor whose name who is Vince visually, but then we have, I'll you know, our, our friend. Yeah, Alex, Van <laughs> our friend uh, uh, Elias, right? You know, Deus Ex, uh, Adam Jensen. Uh, he was doing the voice and stuff. Was that? Was there ever a moment where it was all one Vince, and you're like, it just isn't playing right, so we need to break it into two? So we had, the, you know, we should, we are based in London, so we cast actors well local, and some of them, you know, we could do could do a we're American or could do great American accent. Others not so much. So we did like. That's why the voice cast is sometimes split. Sometimes, um, you know, Sharon, it's uh, Jane Perry. She does both the visual performance and the voice. Uh, but like for Vince, for example, Oliver is British and uh, Elias is, uh, is, well, is Canadian, but it can do a Close enough. Close <laughs> enough. So we had that. And then we had also, um, you know, we're trying to have like the most authentic cast we could. So for example, Joyce, She's um, played by uh, Akushla, who's a Maori, but she's voiced by um, a Native American actress because Joyce has got like mixed ethnicity. So we tried to like cool. hit that authenticity best as we could with the cast. Then, of course, being a fan of your work for as long as I have and being uh, in this industry for as long as I have, I was super excited to see Sam Douglas pop back up. Of course, <laughs> you know. A main character in Heavy Rain, which of course is the you know kind of put uh, did put Quantic Dream on the map and really you know kicked off so many of these different adventure kind of games. For him to step in and be Bear, did he audition for that, or did you know him so well from Heavy Rain? You're like, I want to put him into this, and this is for him. It was uh, serendipity. It was great. Like he auditioned for another role. He auditioned for Big Sam initially, oh, and okay. I was like, Wait, Sam is based in London. And I saw him for this audition. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I know what he could do. So then he came back for Bear. Like, yeah, it's great. I'm so happy he's here. Like, twelve years later, you right. know, it's great. I've got great memories of him on Heavy Rain, and now having him with us to do Bear. It's just like, just the best to do that role. He's got his endearing and also horrible. Um, so it's, it's he's so good at that right where it is that thing of like man you are a dirtbag but i like you like you know I, like i'm yeah. cheering oh, for yeah. you like i want this not to go as badly as it's about to go for you but yeah dang yeah while we're here talking about bear uh the whole father mike in your playthrough did he commit suicide you stop him what'd you do uh, i let him hang unfortunately yeah uh, bear what? he imparted dang. some life lessons wow. on me and he said mike i gotta go and i said all right dad and i turned my back on him just like that for the record, I did the exact same thing, yeah. right? If I walk oh, in and you're hanging oh, yourself oh. and you're like, this is what I want, I'm like, all right. I like I but what I also really dug about it was when I was reading the letter and he's like he mentions the insurance money and then I find him hanging, I was like, 
Oh, they won't pay. I was like, oh, this is funny. In real life, they wouldn't they wouldn't pay you the insurance money. And then the next scene, I think it's uh, Aaron, which one? Yeah. Tyler is reading the note, and he's like, "Too bad, Dad didn't know they wouldn't pay you the insurance money if you kill yourself." I'm like, oh, dang, good job, good job looking into this stupid American insurance system. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I cut him down. I ran. Yeah, out I cut there. him down I too. too. You guys did are not, too soft. Didn't, I mean, did not occur wish. to you that that was a flashback, and you still ended up in the situation where you needed the money? It didn't. No. Well, I mean, I I, I knew something would happen. I knew it would be the easiest way out. Mm. What about this? So, blessing then for you, with mm. the guy who came to collect the money in the suit, what happened with oh. him in your playthrough? Oh man. Uh, so with him, right? Like he he comes to the house originally looking for Bear, and uh, I believe I lied to him. I was like, oh, I'm not seeing him or whatever. And he like asked for the ring, and I didn't give give him the ring either. And then he he, he the ring I think or the the oh watch sorry yeah the watch to make sure uh, it wasn't a, i didn't want to make sure that was some weird flashpoint that we had a difference in <laughs> yeah um but yeah on his way on his way i think he sees bear they have some kind of confrontation because bear doesn't like that he came to the house yeah. um and so after that bear then goes to confront him and things go wrong that you don't realize as <clears throat> as jay and so you he wakes you up in the middle of the night and he's like hey like let's go you know i forget what he, exactly what he says like let's go let's go to take the, mall me to the hospital right oh yeah take me, oh, to the take hospital. me to the hospital yeah take me to the hospital um and as you're driving he takes a right turn where you're like oh this is not the way to the hospital <laughs> and then he parks in the forest and he, and he opens up the trunk you're like oh that's the guy that's the the collector um and he asks you to to um uh, to bury him because things went wrong he accidentally yeah. knocked him out or killed him theoretically I do not help him at all. At all, I'm like, I'm not going to help you uh, bury this body. And I go all the way through with that. And as he's almost done burying the body by himself, he, the collector then wakes up and is like, help, help, help. And I'm like, oh, we can't do this. Like, oh, we can't, like, we can't kill this man. And Bear's like, no, we got to kill him. We got to take him out. <laughs> um, and as we're arguing, he basically gets away. He runs yep. away. Oh, um, so for me too. Yeah. yeah, we we got to that situation with our chaotic uh, live chat playthrough. Uh, but I think ours ended with uh, Bear using the shovel to kill him. Like, uh, fully kill him. Yeah, and then yeah. he buries him. I, I killed him myself. I did what Pa oh. said. So I oh, killed him dang. myself. Wow. And that is one highlight I do want to shout out to Caroline and the team is, if Jay gives him the watch, then you search the dead body for the watch. But when I didn't give him the watch, I searched just through his wallet to take his money, which I thought was pretty interesting right there. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I murdered that guy. No problem. Murdered oh, my God. Him. Well, he ran I, away from me, too. I think he then becomes the catalyst for uh, the family needing money because he returns and he's like, hey, y'all got to pay up. You know, like we we need uh, your pops owes us this money. Like, how are you going to get it? And uh, that then becomes the catalyst for everything. What a game. I had, so I didn't realize Bear was the same actor as um, I forget his original. I just call him the Origami Detective Killer. Detective Shelby, I think, right? Wasn't <laughs> that Shelby, Spoiler, yeah. Shelby, right? Yeah, Detective oh. Shelby. I'm putting that together. That blows my mind. That's actually, actually as soon as he amazing. popped up, I was like, oh, I see what's happening here. <laughs> well, you know this happening. story where, like, with the guy coming into the kitchen, like the backstory. This backstory is like my favorite part of the game. It's Why? so dark. It's so dark <laughs> and so contained. I just love it. And it shines a different light on the vaults as well. Mm. Um, I think that is my favorite part. It's like the turn in the game where I'm like, I, and the end of so the chapter six. Yeah. But this one is like, I think it's a, it could be like a short story you put out there. My, my question uh, comes uh, harkens back a little bit to the uh, the Quantic Dream roots, as well as you mentioned, Carolyn, that you are uh, a fan of crime drama. Were there any specific influences that you that you guys had for Assets Falls, whether they be video games or uh, narrative games or actual like Netflix or uh, TV movie crime dramas? Yeah, I, I mean, in terms of shows, uh, you know, like Breaking Bad, Fargo, because mm. they've got like this. The show, especially like the movie is great, but the show is fantastic because they got this slightly bigger than life characters. This is just so well, so well written. Um, and the film, especially like two films. First one would be uh, Dog Day Afternoon with Al Pacino from the seventies. He's trying to rob this bank and it goes really, really wrong with his friends. It's like it's if you haven't watched it, like you need to watch it. It's a gem, wonderful. Um, movie uh and then the other one would be uh no country for old man oh yeah it's fab 
And, you know, this switching point of view, they kill their main protagonist right in the middle. And they're like, yay, let's go. <laughs> telling the story. And we tried that with Vince. Like, obviously, it's not for everybody uh, getting that, that storyline. But we thought, let, let's see if we can do it. And people keep writing the story. Heck yeah. Proof- I mean, that made, it made such a big impact on my story. Honestly, I, that, that was the thing that uh th- at that point blew me away especially with that sequence of, of events of getting out of the motel and then having the mid-game um um scene of grown up zoe and me not realizing that that was going to be in the game and me going oh what is this like why is she in the pool what's happening and then vince dying shortly after that i was like what is happening in this game it was such a <laughs> crazy sequence of events for me and it's funny enough breaking bad was one of the things i was thinking of while playing through the mm-hmm. game um just in the sense that you know, I, I think you nail it in terms of the characters that can be big, bigger than life, but then also this gritty, like, real real shit is happening, people are dying, like, you know, the, the people really need money, How are they, what what extents or lengths are they going to go to to do that? Um, and as I was playing, I was like, man, I need more video games that are doing this. Like, I need more crime drama, Breaking Bad style or Fargo style uh, uh, narr- narrative adventures because this works supremely well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think like all these mature storylines, you know, grounded. It's grounded. It's about people. Okay, weird shit can happen because it's a game and it's safe. But first and foremost, it's about people and people you you might know, you know, like who doesn't have a friend who's got his wife cheating or a friend cheating on his wife or, you know, it's like real life situations mm-hmm. and struggles we can all relate to on top of like the hostage situation that doesn't happen to everybody. How many yeah. times have I buried someone alive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, that's a bit over the top. But it reveals character. Like, look, look how different your playthroughs are. It's yeah. not because, and that's why it's worth it that the story is branching because it allows you to express what you feel is important and, like, you know, to navigate the story really and make it personal. That's what fascinates me in the genre, like in interactive narrative it's that is that how you can print put your own stamp on the narrative and then discover things about yourself that are interesting just having this discussion for example yeah like what your gut instincts are for these choices and stuff like that versus oh if you start overthinking it or seeing what blessings versus greg's respect for everybody i've learned a lot about greg and mike that terrifies me (laughs) (laughs) about the choices they made Give me the shovel blessing. I'll get it done. by the law blessing. We won't have a problem. Killed a man. Let your father commit suicide. (laughs) Snitch. Like, (laughs) there's every bad decision you can make. But also, a lot of people live through yours and not mine. Bear Bear has, you know, served his purpose. All right. He had screwed up the family multiple times and he did all the stuff. He's a bad dad. He fought his son. I walk in, this guy, I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? I don't know what to do. I don't know. The Holts are bad people. I'm allowed to be a bad person when Uh. I watch that. You know what I mean? And then I, I put the Holt in jail, so that's how it all works. <laughs> yeah, Mike my, committed to being a Holt boy. Yeah, on my second playthrough, I wanted to join the family Holt real bad. Boys. So yeah, we were I was really trying to be a Holt boy. Get, uh, Vince to be a part of the Holt boys as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we almost had that moment too. Yeah, there was a lot of great moments there, and there was a lot, like Carolina said, there's a lot of moments <laughs> where I put myself into the shoes, and I was the one making decisions, or I would pretend to be the Holt boy. But one that I always go back to is jay at the bar in the middle of the night right and oh yeah always eat at me because i got so close i did everything right from playing darts to getting through the quick time events and i got right to the base of the truck with the stranger and i was about to get in that car with him and i made one wrong decision and he said i'm out of here and he left me and that one will always haunt me in my playthrough because i was so (laughs) close to getting him to driving me to safety was it him? That like, was it him asking you if you killed somebody or killed anybody? Yes, or like and that? I think I backed out, and he said that's not badass enough or something like that, and he left me, and I was like, no, I wow. didn't want to do that. <laughs> that's guess, wild. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think it ever got confirmed in the game, but this is what we were all saying, both in my playthrough alone, and then what we were doing this. But if it did get confirmed, and I've just lost the narrative. I I apologize. Are you prepared to confirm that Jim is Jay's dad? Is that that oh. seems to be what we are definitely hinting at, right? What was that? Oh, you, you dropped that. What? I love theories. Book three uh, better be a flashback. I need to know what the hell's been going on at the Desert Dream with Jim back in the day. We'll see and then, what happens. Yeah, fine. Yeah, zip your lips. That's fine. Okay, like, whatever. <laughs> 
for what I think would be my final question, I want you to know ahead of time, it is going to be a miss. It is not going to work. I know I am wrong, but I still have to ask, okay? Were there, in the creation of these characters, is there someone on the team who's a big zombie movie fan? Because when I started playing it, Dante pops up, right? And I'm like, oh, he looks, his character and everything with the hat looks just like Tom Savini from Dawn of the Dead remake, who is also in the original Dawn of the Dead, is also a special effects master. Like the entire way he's dressed looks just like Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead uh, 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 cop there with the hat on. And then the fact that his character is Dante Ramiro, uh, George A. Ramiro, the man who made Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, all the dead movies there. I was like, is this a reference to George Ramiro? And then this is my thinnest piece of evidence. Vince looks so much like Robert Kirkman, who made The Walking Dead and also made a comic book called Invincible. And Vince's achievement for surviving is called Invincible. And I was just like, that one's probably coincidence. The other one, I was just wondering. Just putting it out there if you want to look around the team. Yeah, I think you draw a lot of like lines that I didn't connect, but I'm a big fan of George Romero. So I picked Dante's name. Okay. So um, I think it's like, and the Zack Snyder's one. Um, so I, I, yes, for that. But I wouldn't say I'm like the biggest fan of zombie movies. But, sure, sure, sure. But... George I'm not Romero, trying to project yeah. it on you. So, I knew yes. it was very much me lost in my own head, but I was just like, oh. yes, the Vince and the costume of Dante. I didn't draw the connection. Uh, maybe it was like all in our subconscious. Sure, sure. But sure, yeah, sure. definitely. Like, the the name of Dante is an homage to George. Excellent. Well spotted. Thank you. Thank you. That's it, everybody. That's that's all I got. Mike, take us home. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a great time, Caroline! Congratulations to you and the team on the launch. Of course, it was really fun to be able to break down the game with these incredible human beings here at Kind of Funny. And of course, get to pick your brain and hear more about behind the scenes stuff because this was a really awesome conversation. But that's not all because we have more X-Cast coming your way later this week. Jump into As Dusk Falls. It's on Game Pass. You should be yeah. playing it. You should go get lost in the story and have a ton of fun. But if you made it through this full spoiler cast, that means you've already played it. So thank you for checking it out and having a great time with that one. On behalf of myself with the Kind of Funny crew and Carolina and Interior Night, have a great day. Play some video games. We'll see you later. Peace. Thank you for inviting me. It was great hanging up with you. <laughs>